Welcome to another episode of the Dugar Podcast, man. We're here with real estate agent Javon Holmes. Hey, man, how's everything been going with you, man? How's the quarantine been treating you? Man, you know what? Quarantine's been cool, man. I got a, uh, a newborn, so I've been able to, like, sit and just be with him the whole time. Thank you. Uh, business been consistent, so it's like um, it ain't been crazy as what we used to around this time, but it's been consistent, so, you know, I get to chill with my little man and, and work when I need to, so. Oh, that's what's up, man. Uh, and speak, speaking of, like, you saying that, uh, so this this moment, like, as far as the housing industry, like, this time of year would be kind of like a hot moment for y'all or whatnot? Yeah, yeah. Spring, summer market, because it gets warmer, it gets hot. Uh, a lot of people more willing to move in the summertime than in the springtime. So, you know what I'm saying? It just makes more sense to put the house for sale. Uh, weather is great and people can come in and out. You ain't got to wear a track and snow and it's raining and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, so summertime, springtime, summertime is usually the hottest times for the market. That's when everybody trying to trying to buy and, and sell and move before the, the weather changes. All right, that's what's up, man. So, um, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, and like people are starting to like say this is like another recession or whatever. Like, what do you think about the like current state of America right now? Um. Well, I had a before we had cut off. I did hear you say a little bit of something about stocks, and um, man. So let me tell you this story real quick. So before, like, when all this stuff was going on, the beginning of it, like. I was like, man, I need to go invest in some stocks, right? So I'm like, man, go get the first thing that came to my mind was airlines. Like, go out there, yeah. airline stocks, airline, airline, airline. And I just had my conversation with a cousin, with my cousin, like an hour ago. I told him, like, man, I slept on it, and I wanted to go after some airline stocks. And I looked, I, I, I messed with Robinhood, so I go back on Robinhood, and I'm like, dang, man, they went up a whole teller. Like, I remember when they was twenty bucks a stock, a share, and now they have like thirty two bucks. And so, um. You know, I think that kind of shows the economy is trying to trying to get a little better. Um, yeah. And with it being a recession, I think now just some some news. I didn't read to the the articles, but some of the news headlines are saying like, you know, that it's about to be another drop because of that because they're calling it a recession now. Yeah. Um, but the odd thing is though, like the real estate market ain't really been affected by it. Oh man, interest rate is still super low. Um, and people are, people want to buy, like people still want to buy. So, um, you know, it's, it's a recession, but that doesn't mean that the housing market is in trouble. Actually, the housing market is going to actually help you through the recession. You know, if you, if you own your crib, you know what I'm saying? And, or, uh, uh, um, you know, if you own like investment properties and stuff like that, that's going to actually help you right now. Any, 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 any revenue outside of maybe like your job having to lay you off and stuff help you during a recession so that's why real estate right now is, is pretty big oh that's what's up man i would have i would have never thought you know um i would have thought real estate would have been affected by you know because people saying that they ain't got the money but you know i guess with it been with with really like with the mortgages holding equity and all that stuff you know mm -hmm. um you can't really lose money if you holding money you get what i'm saying like right Yes. And, that, and that's what it's about. That's what it's about in the real estate market. Real estate market is like, 
as as houses in your area are selling for a certain price and maybe that price is more than what you bought it for, like you good. You got equity, you sitting on some cash if you need to. Like I said, the the rates is low enough. Um, you know, the housing market is fine. A couple years ago when the housing market crashed, it crashed because the real estate market was unstable and all the crazy stuff was going on, all the illegal stuff was going on. Um, but now it's different. But now now things has changed. Um, a lot of different practices and stuff is, is different than what it was back in 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, when you had that first, well, not the first recession, but we had that last recession. But that was caused because of the housing market. Now this is caused because of something else and the housing market is still doing good. Oh, that's what's up, man. So, um, like speaking of the, so as far as like socially, how do you, like, how do you feel about all the uh, protests and like the, pro well, the protests against police brutality and all like, it's some conspiracy theories out there. Now it's just like a lot of information to take in at one time, but like, the root of it all seems to be the fight against police brutality. Like, so what, what is your thoughts on that? How do you feel? Um, so I haven't been out protesting, but I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Obviously no one likes when rioting is going on, right? Um, that hurts both, it hurts both sides. Um, but um, that's just a cumulative of all the anger the aggression and everything that people has i mean and 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 i can definitely see how some of the conspiracy theories can possibly have some legs to it when you got they saying there's people out there like that's not a part of the movement or in the writing but trying to make it look bad like i could kind of you know i wouldn't be too, too surprised if some of that is true but um man i'm all for it bro like i'm obviously i'm a black man i got my own history man like i ain't got no record yeah. Like, I ain't no fella or nothing like that. Um, but I got my own history with going back and forth with police and having police issues and feeling like they treated me unfairly. They tried to bully me. Man, all the way going back to, like, when I was 16 and stuff, man. So, you know, like, and here's another thing, too. Okay. We got black communities across the nation. Bro, this ain't just one city saying they treating us wrong. Bro, you got the whole nation. Now, yeah. when you got Bill Cosby, Jeffrey Epstein, and the, the the Harvey Weinstein, like these cats, they had, you know, a lot of women, you know what I'm saying, 50, 60, 70 women step up and we like, wow, it must be true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we got the whole nation <laughs> of police brutality. And you mean yeah. to tell me like, no, nah, that ain't enough? Yeah, that's crazy, like, bro. Like, like, like how, how, how people in Milwaukee gonna feel the same way as somebody in California do about police brutality? Yeah, it gotta be a you know common ground there. It gotta it's be. gotta be some truth to it. Yeah, man. So like, what do you feel would be, like when the protest is, even if, if the protest is continued, what do you think the next step should be? Um, I know some, well, my theory, I mean, a lot of people believe voting is, and that's like an obvious answer, I should say. But like, uh, what should we ask for, as far as like when it comes to these candidates? What like what what do you feel will help the community? Well, this this is what I think. I think um, we need to build an organization that represents us. 
um so i think that's your next phase like putting together some type of panel that that can speak for blacks okay you get what i'm saying yeah. and once we that all blacks can then kind of like we feel about certain things um and from there people that are educated about why they vote when to vote what to ask for um we can get that you know what I'm saying? We can get that education and we didn't move forward as far as that on the voting, but we need leadership basically is what I'm saying. So we need like a new coalition. Like, I feel you on that, man. I feel um, it, we should have some people, we should have a group of people that could come together that we trust to speak on behalf of the black community as a whole, man. Because, yeah. you know, we, you know, I, um, I believe, you know, they had the blackout Tuesday or whatever, but the people with a voice should have never participated in the blackout Tuesday as far as like, because they're the ones that can influence the most. So like mm -hmm. us underneath them, the people that doesn't have that much of a voice by us all doing the blackout or whatever, that's showing that unity, that's showing that support for whatever the ones with the voice got to say and i feel like uh it's a it should be more people that's willing to step up and band together instead of like try to push their own different agendas and get their own groups to follow them like, i feel like it, it's it might be a little division going on well you know it's like this man um when you talk about leadership like we got like black aldermans and you know what I'm saying people in certain offices and positions here in Milwaukee, me personally, I'm not saying they not, but me, me personally, I haven't heard anybody stepping up, any of those black, and I feel like, um, I feel like that might be because afraid of what might happen to that platform, like maybe that might be powers that be that if they speak up on certain things, it's going to hurt their, it's going to, it's going to hurt them rather than, rather than help them. And so maybe people are just kind of scared to step up. Yeah, I, I can agree with that, but it's a it's it's enough people in the street to support them, you know. Like um it's people dying, bro, people getting mace tasered and everything over these causes, you know, because they believe in what they believe in and they, they work in a nine to five at minimum wage or whatever, but they putting it all on the line for what they believe in from different races. So um you know, a little sticking your neck out there a little bit shouldn't shouldn't hurt you because you're gonna have people that's gonna support you. You know, you're mm -hmm. gonna have a, a a lot of people that's gonna be willing to support you. So, um, but I do I, I believe you're right though. Like, you know, capitalism is everything in this world, in this in this country, yeah. you know, and um when that bottom line get affected, the it don't matter if you're in a leadership position, if you affecting somebody bottom line and they gotta got a way like to kind of like not I don't want to say control you, but in a sense control you, then they're gonna do that because they don't want their bottom line affected. Like you see all these corporations come out saying black lives matter or we're gonna donate this or we're gonna do this for the black community or whatever. Like how do you feel about that? Um, I think it's good for leverage. Um, we as black people, like we gotta, 
Like, don't get me wrong. I feel what people would be saying, like, oh, now y'all saying this or y'all ain't saying it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't forget to add this. And I mean, I agree with you, but at the same time, um, leverage. I think black people got to learn how to leverage, man. Like, if you got a nonprofit or a certain organizations and you see these companies putting this out there, man, we need to go after them. Like, oh, y'all support this cause? Well, then support us. Yeah. Like, donate money or donate resources so that we can continue to move forward with our plan in our neighborhood, in our communities. Um, make them put their money where their mouth is. Don't just attack them. See, I think we're getting to the point where we're trying to attack too much. And I understand that's where the aggression comes from, that we're ready to attack. we ready to do it. But we got to strategize. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if, like, I got an email from H&M. And, and and we all know what happened with H and M with the whole <laughs> monkey hoodie and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, instead of saying, "Oh, you know, peace out, whatever," I ain't messing with y'all. That monkey hoodie thing. Uh, we need to go to them and say, "Hey, I got your email. Listen, I got an organization. We putting together, but we cleaning up the neighborhoods from the protests and the whatever. We need, you know, such so many garbage cans, garbage bags, and you know, what I'm saying or whatever." Yeah, you know what I'm saying to pick this up. If you support us, support, help us. You know what I'm saying with our movement, and maybe like I said, they put money behind it, resources. Like that's what we got to do. We got to leverage these companies that's doing that. I feel like that's a smart strategy uh, in a in a in a great mindset to have because we can, as a people, lead with our emotion, and sometimes mm -hmm. we can let our emotion push the bar so far that we don't get nothing that we ask for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Yeah, when we, like you said, if, if if we see these companies willing to put that money forward, then we should be able to try to find a way to capitalize that the best we can. And like you said, you use the word leverage. That's, that's a great word to use, bro, because that's what we need right now, bro. If they're willing to give it to us, bro, we should be able to like, and that's where, that, that's where them leaders are coming in that too, you know? Yeah. They're being able to put yeah. together that strategy or whatever for the city. So, um, you know, I got to, I want to ask this, but I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, do you, do you think that the system do like unfairly, uh, tax black people on their properties? Um, we could talk about businesses. We ain't got to really talk about uh homes because i you know i don't i wouldn't know that well, well as sure. far as businesses yeah. as far as businesses i don't know um and me being a independent contractor pretty much my own small business owner um okay. you know like when it comes to taxes on businesses i think it's more so about us blacks having to learn about the tax laws okay. and getting accountants that like are really willing to help business grow not okay. just not just help us get the most, the biggest refund back, but really low how to like take advantage of the tax loopholes and stuff like that. Like okay. the same tax loopholes we have in small in small businesses or just in businesses period are the same ones that someone that Donald Trump can use or you know what I'm saying billionaires can use and stuff like that. Like they use the smallest ones as well as some of the bigger ones that help them when, when they reach that tax bracket. So that's one thing. Um, when you're looking at small business, but then when you're looking at property taxes, um, honestly, man, if you look at some of the predominantly neighborhoods, right, if you just go to the hood in general, 
yeah. those areas probably have the lowest property taxes. But okay. it's mainly because of the conditions of that area. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The conditions of the homes and the market value over there. Um, okay. So, in, in real estate, it's, it's necessarily about color. It's more so about the neighborhood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's where we have to come in and we have to control the narrative of our neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I See, because I only read up, I only read uh, something about it, you know, so that's why I'm like, I, I ask somebody that's actually in the field before I just yeah. run with something and get to like, man, they're unfairly taxing, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I wouldn't know that I don't have the data at hand, you know, but it was an interesting headline I read. And um, I do feel like we do need to educate ourselves when it comes to like, yeah, like the housing, the housing market, shit, even buying a car sometimes, you know, some people pull off the lot with the worst rates and that's just because yeah. they didn't educate themselves, bro, or they didn't do the research. So, yeah. And, I, and, and that, let, let me, because so that that's what it is right there. It becomes more so the, the economic situation, right? Yeah. Um, the way they got the tax laws and stuff set up, economically, it's going to affect a lot of black people as a whole. Okay. And that's where we that's where we get hurt at that's that's where like it is gonna hurt us um and so it's yeah we can say technically like you know well we they know who is underlying so like they know that they're targeting majority black people that's then that's what you can say like okay i agree with that part did like being a real estate agent did you ever see yourself getting comfortable with being like being in sales or did you like did you ever see yourself being in sales you know what? I'm weird. It's kind of weird because, like, I always wanted to be like a real estate agent, um, but I, I, I never really, I guess, never really hit me about like, were well, you gonna be in sales? Like, to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was just like help people buy a house or help people sell their house. Never necessarily thinking of the word like sales because when I thought of sales, I thought of the people who had Mayfair chasing you down to buy some cologne. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm helping you buy a home. Like, yeah. you know, that's still sales. Um, um, you know, so I didn't think like that. Uh, but as I progressed, I had to start taking, like, a lot of information. I had to educate myself on sales. And there's a lot of different sales techniques that you need um, because it, it it sometimes plays on mindset. Okay. And um like that's how I've gotten to where I'm in now, just based off my mindset. What do you feel is the most difficult part about the selling process for like whether you're a beginner? Well, for well, let's say for people that want to enter like being being in sales, I guess. Um uh learning to get people to trust you um because like what i did notice once i did get into sales even though i didn't think of it as sales uh, like people had to trust me like it was like you would think that people would trust you just because they knew who you were before then but when you make transition to do that now they're like mm, i don't know if i really trust you like that so like that to me that was the hardest transition people to see that yeah like I, I really know this i can really do this i can really help you and then you know a lot of times people look at sales they kind of like 
look at you as almost like a little fly or something. They like swatting you all over the place and like, yeah, whatever, I'm ready out, you know. Yeah. And so that 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 to me is like the hardest part, like getting the people close to you or around you um, to actually believe in what you're doing and who you are at, and you know what I'm saying, in 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 your sales position. Was it any moment where you felt like you was um, ready to give up? Like, man, maybe this ain't the feel for me. <laughs> yeah, man, of course. Dude. <laughs> like, man, like being an entrepreneur, bro. Like, I had to. I'm telling you, bro. I, I had to start taking time off of like social media and stuff, dog. Like, because I would see other people in sales in my same industry posting and doing stuff and I'd be like like man like well I know this stuff like how is they doing this or how are they doing that and I'm not or it, it even got worse when I started seeing people that I knew that knew I was doing I was doing going to get help from other people oh man yeah. like I was like are you serious like I talked to you about this two months ago I talked to you about this a year ago and you know and so like it's mindset. It go back to what I was saying before, like when you're talking about sales and stuff, man, and like I had to get educated, but it was more so the mindset that helped me out. Okay. The, 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 the sales education, the mindset, what to expect, how to turn, how, how to respond to all the no's and how to keep going until you get a yes and stuff like that, that, that mind, that persistent mindset. Have you ever had like a fun presentation that you did where you was like, Man, that went better than I thought it was gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah. All the man, like um, <laughs> I've done presentations, man. Where I like the best ones are when you get to just be you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my whole thing of getting into what I was doing because I wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to talk to people, crack jokes, and express myself, and people respect it. Um, and so you know, I would be doing credit seminars and stuff like that, and. You know, I, I like I like to interact. So I talk to the crowd and the crowd talks to me and we laugh. I crack jokes. Those are always the best ones because I, I get more comfortable. And as I get more comfortable, I'm not trying to make sure I remember something I forgot. You know what I'm saying? Now it just just comes out yeah. and if people, the people get what they want. Um, and I think they feel more comfortable with me because they like, well, if he's that comfortable and confident in what he do, you know what I'm saying? Then they feel comfortable and confident in working with you. That's what's up, man. So, like, tell the people what – so, like, people I, – I, I said you're a real estate agent, but you do mm -hmm. much more than that also. And you want to mm -hmm. enlighten the people on, like, a little bit more the, uh, of the services that you offer? Yeah, man. So, I'm a realtor, right, One number one. Um, help people – I help people buy and sell their homes, you know. Um, but I'm also a credit uh, uh, repair expert, as some would call it, or a credit expert. But I'm more so, I like to call myself as a credit educator. Um, I like to edu educate people on credit. I do seminars, classes. I work with people individually. Um, and then, yeah, I give them access to resources. I give them access to resources. I help them um, with the dispute process, which is removing things from their credit report. I help them get access to things that's going to add positives on the credit report. And I help them with access to budgeting tools and stuff like that. Pretty much just helping them get their money in order. Um, the thing about credit is once somebody gets their together and they got all the resources they need to maintain a great credit score, um, the rest of their life just falls in order after that. 
Okay. Because of the habits that you pick up from having great credit. Yeah. And ironically, they'll just happen to be good sound money habits. And once those good sound money habits continue, um, you know, there's no question. You can go buy a house, you can go buy rental properties, you can go buy stocks, you know, you can do whatever because you got those habits and everything is built up and you're good. So do you, are you one that, be, that believe that credit is better than cash or do you believe cash is better than credit? Um, man, you got to catch me on a certain day. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, okay. One day I might think that, that cash is better because I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I got the cash and I can make it happen. But then some days I might think that credit is better because I might be booking a flight with my credit card. And you know what I'm saying? Like I might not have used my cash. I could have used just my credit, you know, got some points, got some cash back and they didn't even have to spend it down to do it. Oh, I see. That's, you know? that's what's up so, right there. You know, and, and it, it's, it's a lot to it, bro. I think they go hand in hand, man. The okay. King and the queen are like, they, they can, they can build a dynasty. So I think that's what it is. Um, Credit definitely does give you a lot of power, um, especially like when you going to buy a house. Crazy story. I had I had a buyer one time, a guy that was trying to buy a house, um, kind of like a street cat. You know, he had some money and stuff. He came to me and he like he like, yo, I got ten thousand dollars cash, and he like slams it on the table. Bam! I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Um, but the thing is, like, I can't take ten grand cash and just go help <laughs> you buy a house with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and I had people that being said, well, I got 40 grand cash. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we can help you buy houses. I can help you buy a house with that. But here's the type of houses you can only buy for 40 grand cash. Yeah. Maybe I like that they had. Now, what I was able to teach some other people would say, okay, you got 40 grand cash. The type of houses you want are within this price range. Now, you can still do what you're trying to do. Like, you know, buy a house low. And rebuild or re re you know restore it or whatever you're gonna to do to it and put it back on the market. I said, but maybe using just maybe five percent of that cash that you got can get us a loan if you're just right. It can get us a loan of about seventy eighty thousand, and that puts us over that hump of those small those houses that we had at under forty thousand. Maybe we can find you something at sixty thousand. On all you did was put, like I said, five percent of that forty down. And then maybe you had to take another fifteen, twenty in cash to do the repairs and rehabs and stuff like that. And you put it back on the market one twenty, one thirty, one forty. Damn. You get what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So now, so now you leveraging your cash, but the fact that you had a good credit score helped you get more money yeah, for you man. to do something with. You know what I'm saying? So that's hey, that's. See, yeah, cash is king, right? That's what that's yeah. what people like to say. But yeah, I see how that how that credit matters, bro. Like you, said, credit is yeah. power. I like that. Cash is king, credit is power, bro. Yeah. That's, that's what's up, though. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. man, it was it was it's great talking to you, bro. You want to tell the people where they can uh, reach you at, man? Um, I can yeah. put your tag. I'm not gonna put your taglines on on the fire and okay. everything and make sure, you know, it's visible for them. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you can find on Facebook, my personal page or my business page. Um, my personal page is Javon Holmes, J O H V O N last name Holmes, H O L M E S. Um, or you can contact me through my business page on Facebook. It's uh, Javon's real estate and credit solutions. 
I also got an Instagram page. It's I am underscore J Holmes underscore. Um, you know, you can just follow me on there. If you want to reach out to me, talk to me personally over the phone. My phone number is 414-213-1278. If I don't pick up, send me a text. I'm probably the most accessible person out here. Um, you know, and if I can't, like I said, if I can't talk right away, shoot me a text so I won't forget to call you back. Man, that's what's up, man. Y'all heard the man. Hey, bro, it was nice chopping it up with you. We most definitely going to have to do this again, bro. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. And, uh, and a little bit more. I'm going to have to highlight you about some of these stocks, too, man. Like, I, like I'm stepping <laughs> it up now, dog. I, I was like, man, I can't believe I missed that. I, I was being scared, man. Like, I'm just like, ah. If, hey, look. You ain't the only one, man. I done, I done took some, um, I done been, I done played with scared money before, man. You know, they say yeah. scared money don't make no money. Don't man. make no money. Don't make no right. money.